come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thank you for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the world. In the world. That may or may not be true. Prove us wrong. That's right. There you go. That's true. Uh, we're a movie review podcast. Every week we uh, look back at an old or possibly new movie and uh, review it, talk about it for a little while, get into it. But because we love you guys, because this is January of 2020, and because we're coming off of the awesome 2019, we thought that we would uh, turn it over to you, what we're going to watch for the entire month. So that means four picks of movies. I found a I found a scientific chart that shows we are the fastest growing podcast. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it's got Wait, like see that? bars. We and, went down a little bit. Yeah. I don't know what that was. That was like mean guns or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there's like a dip. Uh repo but... the generic opera that might have been in that. The dip. generic opera, that's nice. There, there <laughs> uh, and then we went we're skyrocketing right now. Guys, we're skyrocketing right now. Yeah, and so, it's all thanks to listeners like you. So as payback. We are dedicating this month to watching movies that you chose for us during our listener poll uh, at the end of the last year. Mm-hmm. So the first one, we're going in reverse order, right? right the one that got the least votes. The fourth place <laughs> The fourth pick. place. We'll fourth say, place. Yes. Yeah, fourth place pick. Well, since Michaela's in the chair, why don't you tell the good folks at home what we watched this week? Jaws the Revenge. From the year. I don't know. Seven. <laughs> this is not Jaws Revenge. This is Jaws the Ride, the movie, is what yeah. this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we forgot to introduce ourselves. I'm sorry. Uh, we're the internet <laughs> radio sorry. superstars. She's Holly. Holly. <laughs> Sean. Michaela. And I'm Colin. And uh, it was directed by. Oh, shit. Don't uh, know. Joseph Sargent. No, they picked it. Name. They should do the fucking research. Say, <laughs> what is going on with this movie? Yeah, well, Joseph Sargent was, Joe uh, Sargent. by all accounts that I can find, a very capable director uh, who had done a lot of TV, apparently directed Lorraine Gary, the movie star, in her first uh, screen role. Oh. But okay. uh, he also, if you've heard of him, it's probably because he directed The Taking of the Pelham 123. Uh, All right. Which I think is maybe the inspiration for Die Hard. That may be controversial. I don't I know. I haven't seen the original. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because John Travolta yeah. is in the remake. Yeah, and he's Denzel. In the Denzel. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, the original is Walter Matthau, Walter Matthau and yeah. uh, Duder from Jaws, from Jaws. Uh, whose name is totally escaping me. That was like that Shaw, one. Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. Jesus. Thank you very much. That was like that maybe same year or two year span where Denzel was in two train movies back to back. He was in Unstoppable, Unstoppable. and then oh, yeah. Taking Pelham 1, 2, 3. Yeah. 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 Right. He got into trains for a little bit there. Uh-huh. As, as we all do. <laughs> yeah. It's a train segment of our lives. We all have it. Usually everyone's much younger, but there you go. <laughs> but whatever. You he go, got to it eventually. You got to go through trains. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, we did, uh, I mean, this is kind of ironic that uh, you chose Jaws, colon, the revenge for us, because no, we, uh, we actually did a live show this past year about Jaws, so oh, we, we looked up everything that there was to possibly know about Jaws. We're Jaws experts at this point. Pretty much. Are we experts at Jaws the Revenge? No. No? no? I mean, um, this is my first time seeing it, so... Uh, yeah, Michaela has gone her entire life <laughs> without seeing the fourth Jaws movie. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably have gone their entire lives without seeing the fourth, fourth Jaws movie. I don't know. If you watch TV in the 90s, I'm pretty sure you saw it. Okay. I would say that's how I saw it. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It like it ignores 
I mean, I think it Physics, ignores, it ignores, it ignores science, yeah. science in general, Lo- logic, you Ooh, know. Yeah. Ooh, wow. This is all, mm. well, that's Time very revealing. And space. Yeah. Continuity, yeah. film continuity and, mm-hmm. um, but it ignores the, I think the second and the third installments. I think this is a direct sequel to the Aristides Spielberg's movie. They don't make any reference to Jaws 2. None of the events from Jaws 2. Oh, I say Jaws 2 is canon if Lorraine Gary's in this. True. I say it's canon. But she never mentions, like, the second shark or those shark attacks. It's always, like, the shark that killed your father. Yeah. They're like, but, but the shark didn't kill my father. Ah, he died that day and it just took him years died to of eventually fear. suffer the ah, heart attack. I think after two shark attacks... I say it's still canon, according to this movie. Okay, but we're definitely skipping Jaws 3D. I think so. But you can go back and listen to our Freak Show episode. We did cover Jaws 3D on this show. Because, I mean, if they they put it in here, I mean, that's one cursed family. Yeah. Like, if they acknowledged it in this movie, it's just like Well, you couldn't, because in that movie, Michael was a, uh, he was like an engineer at SeaWorld, Mm. and Sean was graduating college. Mm Mm-hmm. These are the kids, right? Sorry, it's uh, Martin Brody. It could uh, still fit. Uh, Martin Brody, Brody, Sean Brody, and Ellen Brody. Yeah. And yes. Michael Brody. Michael Brody. Right. So this movie, um, I mean, they shot back on uh, 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 Cape Cod, right? Long Island for the Amity sequences. Uh, Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, does it look like the old... I mean, it did to me in the first act, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. feels yeah. like that yeah. feels like Amity in the winter. Yeah, yeah, the first act for sure. Yeah, the stuff later on, I believed it. Okay, yeah, because I was like, wow, this doesn't look uh, to me. It didn't feel the same, but hmm. maybe you know, time has passed. Or it's uh, you know, what are we like, fourteen years or something on since the uh, original movie? And it's Christmas. And it's Christmas time. Yeah, that's true. They filmed this in February. Apparently the. Water was so cold they couldn't put the shark in the water. Their big rubber <laughs> human shark. shark or whatever yeah. they had. Yeah, um, plaster shark that they had. <laughs> whatever the it is, it doesn't shark. bend or flex at all. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why at the beginning of the movie we don't see a shark. We just get all these point of view sharks, or point of view shots. <laughs> I like uh, point of view from shots above better. the water. Right. Mm, yes. We all know that mm-hmm. sharks generally put their nose above the water when they're swimming. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, so the star of this movie, the shark, is it Mario Van Peebles? I'm gonna say the, the shark doesn't show up for like a good hour. It's definitely not the shark. It's Mrs. Brody. It's Lorraine Gary. Yeah. Yeah. It is a soap drama for mm-hmm. like a good half of this movie about parental grief. Well, who's Lorraine Gary? Ellen Brody. Mm-hmm. Well, she's also the wife of Sin Scheinberg. Sin Scheinberg. Head of Universal Pictures uh, for many years. Apparently, they got married when she was like 19 years old. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I went back and looked over her filmography because I'm like, what else would we know her from? You know her from the Jaws movies. Uh, That's pretty right. much exclusively. Only seen her. Yeah. The other films, I think she's done maybe eight movies. Uh, uh, a lot more TV. Okay. Um, but it's odd to me that... You would go like, hey, we're going to do another Jaws movie. You're so the star. We can't get Roy Scheider's like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> right? You're lucky you got me for the second one. Yeah. And I think Murray Hamilton, is he still alive, the mayor? Oh, no. I think he died not too long. He didn't die not too long after. He may have retired because his, I remember he, the story goes, his wife got really sick 
during the production of Jaws 2. And I think she died shortly thereafter. And I think he kind of retired after that. I don't think he was alive during this one. Well, I think one. Lorraine Gary had retired also. Yeah? Yeah. Retired from her seven movies, did yeah, she? Yeah, she retired. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she wasn't wanting for money. Sure. Well, yeah. No. So she was like, I'm done acting. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna hang it up. But they're like, Lorraine, we'll give you that sweet, sweet Jaws. Well, it's a leading role also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also hard to turn down. And you'll be starring with Michael Caine. I was going to say, that's Michael a big draw. Kane. Yeah, I'm like, which came first, Lorraine Gary or Michael? King? Boy, that's what I was wondering. Where was his career at when in this was made? Toy- well, you no, don't say. Actually, that's not true because uh, famously he was unable to accept his yes. Oscar for Woody <laughs> Allen's Hannah and Her Sisters because he was working on reshoots for Jaws: The Revenge. Yep, in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love yeah. it. It's a great story. And this is like ten years before. Uh, was on Deadly Ground or whatever, the Steven Seagal movie, which I consider the basement of Michael Caine's career. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't know. He did one movie with a Bond. What was the fucking... Uh, oh, I'm going to find it that I had to watch the other day. It was the worst, quote-unquote, comedy I have seen in a long time. Uh, I'll find it. You keep talking. <laughs> we said Michael Caine. Michael Caine is now, because of this movie, an inductee into the Saturday Night Freak Show. It's about goddamn time. Oh, that feels long overdue. Yeah. yeah. It's about time. Do you know the movies? I do not. Uh, well, no one's going to guess one of them. Uh, I'm just going to give it to you. We did Death Trap. Death Trap. With right. uh, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. Jaws I mean, the Revenge. Yeah. Michael Caine's done a lot of movies. That's it has. I don't know if I could pin this down. It's, Give me a hint. It's another Peter Benchley novel that they made a movie of and we covered on this show. You didn't do the deep, did you? No. The other one. The one that nobody remembers about the pirates. The oh, island. Uh, the Cutthroat island. island. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, I have. That's like the best pirate movie I've ever seen. I swear mm-hmm. to God. <laughs> That's like, oh, this is what real pirates are probably like. Wow, uh, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Wall of Fame, of course, we've got all these photos up. If you're mm-hmm. in three movies, uh, we've also inducted another person into the Wall of Fame. Uh, with tonight's movie, this is all thanks to uh, MF Mad, the keeper of the wall, who mm-hmm. keeps us updated. Lance on the, Guest, you are correct. Yeah, the actor Lance Guest, because he was in three movies that we've covered on this show. Sean, what are they? Uh, the TV cut of Halloween Two. God damn it! <laughs> Just the Revenge and, and the Starfighter. Most last Starfighter. For. Yeah, the last <laughs> Starfighter. Yeah. Wow, so this has like an all-star cast. And we mentioned that Mario Van Peebles is also in this movie. He is. Was this, I think, maybe his first feature film uh, appearance? I think so. I mean, oh, you don't count right. that he's in, I think, as a child in Sweet Sweetback's Badass Song, ah. which would be to have, well, it was directed and starred his father, Mario Van Peebles. Who was also, or Melvin Van Peebles. Uh, sorry, yeah. yeah Ma- who's also Mario. in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. And it's go. a family affair. Sure. Right? Nepotism Everybody. is all over this movie, it oh, seems. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And is it a good thing? Well, stay tuned. We'll, we'll tell you. Um, is this shark just against nepotism? So it's just going to take out the whole family? <laughs> Maybe. That's its motivation. <laughs> well, what? Okay, so this is the thing. You, you're, you're, you're bringing it because you're, you're Sid Scheinberg, right? I'm going to put you, Michaela, right. in that position. You're Do Sid it. Scheinberg. And uh, you need you need something to put on the slate. You know, for this year, mm-hmm. and you need something that's going to make some money. 
And so what do you come up with? You're like, you know what we got? That shark is back. Boom. He's got a grudge. There you go. So what's his motivation? How are you going to bring back? He remembers. And he's got to take out the whole bloodline of his enemy. This, uh, you'd think that this is a joke, but this is actually this the is plot the line of this movie. Because apparently somebody sat there and said, you know, we have, like, you know, what have we done? We've got uh, Jaws and then a second shark, Jaws 2, you know, tormenting mm-hmm. that family. And, and then Jaws 3, there continues to torment the family. Yep. Let's figure out a reason why. Or let's make that the center storyline of this movie. So what would you come up with? For another Jaws? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just, it's weird to me that they went with, you know what? We need to bring in some magical mysticism. Some supernatural element to the Jaws movie series. Psychic Something it, they they wanted to take it from like you know and how in haunted house movies they're like well we'll just move and that'll solve the problem. Mm-hmm. They want to make it so like no you can't. The like, problem's at the house. Haunted. You're haunted. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So no matter where you go, it'll follow you. They so applied that logic to this family. So it's yeah. just a, so it's just a ghost movie, but a shark. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right. Pretty much. The shark is just going to keep hunting you no matter where you go. Yeah. It's the term. You have to confront water. it. <laughs> I guess so. Well, that's why. But the, another one will just come along, apparently. Mm-hmm. All sharks, right? Yeah. So that's what we're saying. The subtitle. Maybe it's like the same as those people who can't wear watches cause, and then they go dead. Like they just have this something that's coming from them. The electromagnetic. <laughs> except they, yeah. Except they have a, uh, a specific signature that attracts great white sharks. Yeah. Uh, this well, is as good a reason yeah. as any they gave in I mean, this movie. I mean, why not, right? But we're not reading the subtitle, The Revenge, as, uh, uh, like, the Brody family revenge. Whose revenge? It's the shark's revenge. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. This is Revenge of the Shark. Because isn't they're it? just minding their own business. They're, like, he provokes the them. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I mean, Brodies I are just, the, like, trying to get by, you know? I think the revenge is still referencing Lorraine Gary. Um, really? Brody. I think so. But I think it's only, like, it's that little part right at the end. That is but the revenge. Her revenge Which, is reactionary to the shark's revenge. Yeah, it's but like, what is the I'm shark getting, getting revenge, revenge on? Because you keep killing great, your family kills great white sharks. So fuck you. I'm so, going to track you down. You're like down Hitler the for sharks. Sure. I was like, is so an activist? I guess so. This is a yes. a shark with a long family memory. Maybe it is like the third. Maybe I think like it the is. first one was like Papa Shark. I think so. Then you had oh, is, Mama Shark. It's Hatfields so and McCoys. Okay. Right? This is what the, I'm going. The Brodies so and the, the shark, Sharks. The shark is avenging his family. I think yes. There's generations yeah. of sharks all right. yeah. because they all look the same. It's so I'm feeling that's like hereditary <laughs> passed down. They do not yeah. look shark the shark. same. This one looks like suede. <laughs> yeah, this one and has stitching on the back as you pointed out. Yeah, it's got it's got his mother's eyes. I think no, the eyes are dead. Yeah. yeah, black eyes. Yeah, no, it's Hatfields and McCoys with sharks and Brodies. Yeah, there are, there's God. now now there's the generational like bad blood, so it'll go on for flip. forever. I love it. Well, is that well, like a thing? Now we're now we're talking. Let's make a Western shark movie. <laughs> yeah, like now we're talking. I'm down with that. Yeah, movie. it's what we could use some of the gravitas of a Western, right? Diablo I'm down. shark, just a, a hawk in the background. <laughs> yeah, it's the sun setting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tumbleweed yeah. blows across. <laughs> <laughs> hits the water, just sinks. Yeah. This is the, the well, this you do the Back to the Future thing, right? You you go back to the old Wild West and you show the origins of that. the of the Brody family. Oh, I would. When they had to fight, spice uh, this movie up. Yeah, when they so, had to fight sharks. So like Tremors Four. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying here. We go back to the, this is what they did. They went yeah. back to the old West with land sharks. Uh huh. Basically land the same sharks. things. 
right. I get you. All right. So this movie um, kind of, uh, I guess it does give us a a motivation for, okay, so Lorraine Gary is back as Ellen Brody. Yes. We've written Roy Scheider out because he has died at some point in the past. Yes. She lives still in on Amity Island with her son, Sean, who is the, uh, well, he's not the sheriff. He's a deputy. Right. So he's following in dad's footsteps and he works for Policia mm-hmm. in, uh, in all a big mistake. Right. Who else is still there? It's a fucking island. Leave. Yeah. But there's a couple other supporting players uh, from the Polly. Early- Polly's still there. Let Polly do the printing. Yep. She's like the secretary at yeah. the, at the, yeah. Yeah. Dispatcher, whatever you call. Yeah. The only um, other person in the uh, the police station. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, uh, the the two women at the beginning, Mrs. Kittner, whose son was eaten by the sharks yeah, in Alex the first movie, was eaten, and uh, what's her name from the city council from the first movie? Yeah, I forget her name. I forget her name also. But they're both in this movie. They're okay, this anyway, movie. which I so, never realized till like years later that that was them. <laughs> Right. It was on this last viewing. I'm like, hey, I recognize him from the earlier film. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, Sean goes out to um, ill-advised, right, for being a member of the Brody family. Probably shouldn't ever get on the water again. Yeah. But he heads out on a little boat, and this is Christmas time. Town's all decorated. He has to go out and uh, moves a piece of driftwood that's got stuck on a channel marker. And wouldn't you know it, Jaws is there. <laughs> Obvious. I hate the yeah. way this scene is edited. How's it, it edited? Awful. Just this. It's it is okay. There is cheaply. no. Uh, this scene. I think it was the most egregious. But mm-hmm. it like the shark attack is. We don't see anything other than really like rapid close ups of like fabric that's bloody and wood that's bloody. Like yeah. you don't actually see anything happen. That happens a couple times. It's just this. quick cuts of a bunch yeah. of random things in front of the yeah. camera. You can't even tell what's happening. I'm gonna say on that day there was no shark there. No, not at all. I don't think so. Because no. they couldn't put it in the water. Right. Because say, the yeah, water was, was cold. That was yeah. one of the cold days, yeah. Yeah. So they had to... I wonder if it was planned that they were supposed to have a shark, and then it was just like, you know, it's too cold, so how are we going to do this? Point of view of the shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll just shoot it from above the water so we can actually see what's going on. Rip a bunch of fabric and smash some wood in front of the camera. Yeah. yeah. We're and good. We, just, we do a bunch of quick cuts. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his arm's gone. Yeah. yeah. Although, I got to tell you, when I first saw this movie... Did that scene fuck you up? It kind of fucked, it fucked me, up. me up. Did it when you were a kid? Yep. Or like now? I mean, it still kind of does now. Because you remember being yes, a kid. Because I remember it. it fucking me up as a kid, and I still watch it now. I'm just like, oof. It's, I it's, think it's, it feels like out of, kind of out of line with the rest of the movie. It's the one thing that I take away from this movie, to be honest with you. I'm like, that's what I remember about Jaws yeah. the Revenge is it's fucking that Sean losing his arm. Because yeah. the way that it's done is that, you know, he reaches down to like get this driftwood shark. Well, I mean, we don't really see it, but the idea is shark comes up, bites his fucking arm off. Yeah. He falls back against the boat, but doesn't realize he's like in shock or something. That's and I think does this it. is what fucked me up because he's like, oh, and then he starts reaching for the vacant yes. you know, place where his arm's supposed Realizing to be. Realizing his arm is gone. And then starts screaming. Like, I yeah. found it comical. I did, too, because yeah. it was so obvious his arm was just pulled inside his hoodie. Me, too. Yeah. And like, yeah. like well, okay. now you know. Right. Like, but when you're 10. Well, yeah. No, this is my 10, first time watching yeah, it, Colin. It's horrible. Like, but 
if you're okay, if you're gonna not show me the shark attacking the guy, you need to show me a bloody stump. Then yeah. you can't cheap out on both of those things and have me take your movie seriously. Mm-hmm. This is very cheap the way mm-hmm. that they did it. It's my. I mean, God. clearly the guy still has his arm right. there. You he can just, see it. They're like, we'll just put a yellow rain slicker and tear that up, and right. then Put blood on it, and he'll be like, "Oh my God!" You know. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. whole arm's gone, but the end of the slicker's still there. Mm-hmm. Still there. Yeah. Still. The whole thing is like. Okay, so that was the other thing I think about this movie, right? The the whole idea that the original Jaws, if you remember, uh, famously took what was it? Uh, how long were they shooting for Jaws? They were out on the like a, It was a very over a hundred days. Yeah, they ended up shooting. It was a really long time. Yeah, like one hundred and twenty-two days or something like that. Right, and that's nineteen seventy-six. No, seventy-five. So, well, it came out in seventy-five. Shot, shot so it's in like seventy-four. Seventy-four. This one, I think they were able to shoot it in 55 days. That the still feels movie. like long. That's still a long shoot. That but feels like a long shoot. And that's cut in half. That's nuts. Yeah. That's I think crazy. they said that that was like uh, movie history at the time for the fastest a movie had been put together. Oh, Jesus. Really? Kicked out to theaters. Yeah. It was like 55 day shoot, I think. I'll say 55 days from concept to completion <laughs> Yeah, is what I'm going to get. From Sid Sheinberg going, yes. you know what we're yeah. going to do, Jaws. From the light bulb Honey, over Sid Sheinberg's head. Yeah. Who else can we get? Michael Caine. Yeah, don't yeah. second guess anything. We're just going with no, what's on the page. Do don't don't Makes question sense. it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in for this. Let's go. Well, uh, after so Sean is, uh, after he loses his arm. That's the other uh, thing that fucked me up. I'm Sean. <laughs> so oh, I had shit. a problem with it. You're like, maybe this shark is going to come and get me. Like that's me. Maybe it's after people named Sean. Maybe. <laughs> as a ten year old, hey, you think stupid things. So was this movie working on you as a ten year old? Sure. Oh yeah, definitely. You're like psychic sharks. Yeah. Well, we haven't even got into that part yet, but yep. Oh, I was all in for it at ten years old. I watched this a lot. Well, Lorraine Gary, as a ten uh, to fifteen year old, Ellen Brody. Uh, you know, then we we focus on her, and the idea is that she can't get away from. You know, my husband died from a great white shark. Now my son has died from a great white shark. Mm. So, ergo, the so, sharks have uh, they have it in for my family. Mm. And I'm still going to live here. All right. She sounds kind of crazy at this point because yeah. we don't know that actually, you know, like, you know. Uh, yeah, they actually well, they say, do have it in for your family. Right. And Michael says it at the, the beginning of the movie. You believe in that voodoo? Sharks don't murder people. Did you find that line they? to be oddly, like, out of the fucking blue? It's, it almost sounded ADRD in even. A lot of the scene. dialogue in this just does not sound natural at all. It just sounds really weird and misplaced. There was there was parts, yeah, we were talking about, it, it, there was parts that were like the room and the oh, way the dialogue absolutely. sounded. Yeah. Like that part when uh, when they're walking on the beach and he was like, it was just a piece of wood and was like <laughs> and kept yelling that. And I was like, this is, we are in a Tommy Wiseau movie right, right now. Yeah. He even kind of looked like a fucking... Uh, Greg. Greg, thank you. Yeah. yeah. He even kind of look like Greg. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's, it's like a bad, bad soap for so long mm-hmm. of this movie. Well, it goes on for like. Unbelievable how long it is. This is the thing that they were saying when they made this film that like Joseph Sargent was a great uh, character uh, actor or whatever. And the movie's written by a guy named Michael DeGuzman. I looked up his credits and I haven't seen anything that he's ever done. But the promise, I guess, to Lorraine Gary coming back to this series and to Michael Caine. <laughs> We're going to get you an Oscar. It's going to be, this is going to be a character drama. Like mm-hmm. this is Ew. really going to be, we're going to focus on the character. That's what you want in your fourth sequel. Yeah. Or your third sequel. Yeah. Well, 
I don't know if Lorraine Gary is the biggest draw for like the Jaws no, fan. That's the thing. The first movie has characters that you actually want to watch. This one does not. Well, in the situations also, I think yeah. like contribute to this. So basically, it's your grandma is the the lead character <laughs> of an action Just movie. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right. Now, if you said that about <laughs> that a movie made today. <laughs> Today? That sounds more interesting well, than the movie I watched. Because today it'd be Helen it'd be, Hunt, like take, right. or not Helen Hunt, uh, Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren taking on fucking sharks with you know with machine guns. <laughs> Which I would watch. We just yeah. had fucking Linda Hamilton. Yeah, yeah or Linda right. Hamilton. Like, not line even a month today, ago. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That line in '87. Apparently. No, because this is actually like you, no, your grandma. Yeah. Uh, taking on a shark. It's like this is like a stop or my mom will shoot type movie we're talking uh, about here. Yeah, oh, wonderful. God. Yeah, <laughs> that was a grandma movie. Yeah, your grandma's a cop. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um. So the uh, I don't <laughs> the know. Eighties were fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, it's, it's just it's like who like somebody did some. Well, I guess when you're dealing with the head of the studio, it really doesn't matter what no. the marketing guys say or if anybody kind of was like. You think audiences are going to turn out in droves to go see, you know, Lorraine Gary versus Shark? Mm. You know, I don't know if that's like Ellen Brody is now picking up the mantle and going to face off against the. I think Great they White. were just relying a lot on the name carrying a lot oh, of, of the box office. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh shit! There's revenge in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, the tagline. You remember this one? Oh, I mean, this is famous. This is the greatest tagline ever. This, this time, time it's personal. It's personal. Yes. Yep. Which is just what I want out of my fucking sure. Shark Jaws movie. I mean, everything sounds great. All right. So you guys haven't looked up anything about this at all. So this mm-hmm. voodoo line, when I said it, I'm like watching your faces and nothing. Okay. No, not until I read uh, uh, some uh, listener mail. Yeah, did I saw I, some I of the stuff in the mail hear of the expanded it. Jaws universe. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so Which I'm I had no idea about. that this is something that was in the screenplay and was deleted from the movie. And this is going to make this movie even more bizarre, listener, if you can believe this. Um but the, the screenplay, which I guess was adapted as a novel by Hank Searles, I think, who also wrote the Jaws 2 novelization, uh, attempts to give some, like, lo- logical reason, it thinks, at least in its mind, mm-hmm. for why the fucking shark is following uh, the Brodies. Mm. And so it says that in the Bahamas, Michael Brody, in this movie, is working as a marine biologist, right? But when he's down there, he comes into conflict with a voodoo witch doctor named Papa Jacques. I'm okay. into it. All right, I'm with you. I'm Papa with you. Jacques is a con man who's somehow like, and so Brody calls him out. And he apparently calls him out maybe twice, so much so that Papa Jacques, now offended, basically sends a fucking shark after his fucking family. <laughs> Do you know and what? So, I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> this would be better. Yeah, this yeah. would be much more interesting. I mean, if we're going that for makes more sense. Fourth actually. Jaws here. Let's fucking do it. Man. Commit to Let's the <laughs> weirdness. Yeah, just double down on just it. Just do no, it. Why are you holding back? You did every other scene. weird thing for this movie. Yeah. Why is this not in there? Well, because I'm assuming somebody. That's why I want. I need to know if like they cast somebody. Was there a Papa Jacques? Yeah. Did they film these scenes? Ooh, why yeah. is the voodoo line still there? Yeah. Right. Because that implies that you know some. And this is very early on when. Michael shows up at, at, at Ellen's house and says, you don't believe that voodoo sharks right. don't murder people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they must have had a conversation about the witch doctor who put a curse on him. 
right? The, yeah, they had to have, right? Yeah. This is a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds while. like a much more interesting movie. I'd yeah. rather watch that movie. <laughs> so, oh, as Sean, as Sean said, you're on your third sequel. Just do, just do whatever do the fuck you want at this yeah. point. Why like, are you holding cares? back? Well, I mean, point, yeah, know? because you figure if you go crazy enough, then you've got something like Cats. People will see it. Yeah, just because like, I heard spectacle. it was um, Can you imagine like Little Shark voodoo dolls and shit? Oh, this like, is why I want to know how like he, he actually, pokes it in the stomach, yeah, and that's why it's get... able to jump so high. Yeah. Oh, we the this cut back sense. and forth between the voodoo guy doing the like spells and the shark doing the things that would be so cool. Yeah, I would be I for can't this. Find out from what I haven't read the book. More right? exciting cross cutting, but I haven't determined if uh, like Papa Jacques makes it through the actual like the the rest of the film, or is he just in the beginning? To put the curse on him, yeah. or if it even happened before, I'm not sure. Or if he like fades off into because the there's another villain apparently that oh. was deleted from this movie. But well, we'll get to that. So, oh shit. Uh, anyway, Michael Brody comes up from the Bahamas and basically says, "Mom, you know, now that Sean's dead, let's take a tour. Or why don't you come back with us? We'll spend Christmas in the Bahamas." And yeah. So she agrees, to clear her mind. They go down to the Bahamas and they meet uh, a pilot played by Michael Caine. Whose name is Hoagie, mm-hmm. right? Why not? And uh, so she begins to hang out on in the Bahamas, where she reacts, overreacts to every time that her little niece Thea uh, goes into the water. There is an awesome scene fairly early on where she steps into the water. Ellen Brody steps into the water mm-hmm. and like immediately establishes a psychic link with the shark. Yes. Yeah, you know in X Men Two, when Professor X is facing off with Jason, that the kid that they've been chasing the whole movie that's in the wheelchair that oh, is yeah. like oh, yeah. just as powerful as Professor X, and like they're constantly having that bottle battle oh, yeah. back and yeah. forth where they're showing each other clips of things to manipulate each other. That's Ellen Brody and the shark in this movie. They have like a, a similar psychic connection for for what reason? Who knows? Voodoo. Voodoo. Voodoo well, that's right. But I guess we with can't what go we with saw, that, right? we yeah. don't know. We don't know. But you're right. As soon as she steps foot in that water, yeah. zing. It's like whale so- uh, sonar. Yeah, yes, the basically really. comes up, yeah. and she's like, "It's coming." There should have been like a theme for that. Like a. Wah, I think there wah, was. Wah, 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 no, there was that little tinkling was theme. There? there was like a magic theme. Was there? <laughs> I think so. Because every time <laughs> there they, was, there was they a, cut yeah. to like the ocean waves. True. And there was that shot here. There was some weird whimsical music. Yeah. Random spots in this movie. I think that's your psychic connection music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was your fantasy fantasy moment mm-hmm. or fantasy music right there. Right. Um, so here in the Bahamas, uh, we're introduced to uh, the um, uh, Mario Van Peebles character, who is another marine biologist Jake. who works with um, Michael. Michael, and they're doing something. He I cares mean, way too much about the- his job. Way too. Well, much. he's supposed to. He's trying to he's to the point to that they're screaming at each other on a boat for this he's whole movie. He's trying to finish his PhD. He's just, he just doesn't want to put all this effort into it to not, you know, not tag not to some fail the group project. Not not to uh, tag some uh, conks and. Uh, I know, know, but it's the fact that he's he's at a eleven the whole time about this shit. Wait, Jake or Jake? Yeah, he's from the moment he's on screen screaming his fucking head off and micromanaging everything. I couldn't tell it's, if it's like, a bit some much. of that, like what their relationship was like is that they are you know really friendly and so they kind of just banter mm-hmm. but that conversation went 
toward the like, no, we're actually fighting. Yeah, this is exactly. right as he gets Michael comes back from like, hey, my brother just got eaten by a shark mm-hmm. up in Long Island. And, you know, I'm coming back and you're giving me a whole lot of fucking grief and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wow, okay, we're getting into this. But then the next scene, uh, Mario Van Peebles and his wife are spending Christmas with the Brodies. So right. they're obviously very tight. Um, the movie front loads itself before we even get like another shark uh, with a lot of this quote unquote character drama. Yes. Um, so my question, is it a question? Observation. I mean, Quandary. a lot of movies, you're kind of, you know, we say that there's a lot of films that like have too much action without character. Yes. Or they have not very well developed characters. This one tries to develop its characters a lot. Yep. But is it successful if it's not interesting? Unless you guys found it r- riveting. No, uh, I did not. <laughs> uh, no, I think uh, I think they kept doing the same thing over and over again. Like they kept emphasizing she has the trauma. It was that, just her crying in different locations. Well, that's what I'm saying. So they kept long. doing the yeah. same thing over and over again. Yeah. It's like, no, we get it. She is, she's having a problem. Yeah. Uh, she is afraid the sharks are after her family. And they keep going over that point. How many uh-huh. nightmare again, sequences again, did again, we again. get? Yeah. So... Men. There was at least well, like, three. We get it. it. was at least three. We get it. Everybody's having trauma. Yeah. And then we get stuck in the point. And then it's Michael feeling guilty. Her and trauma even, and Michael feeling guilty. Not even just nightmare sequences, but fake out ones. To yeah. me, every single one was a fake out one. And, and they're I all sweaty. That. Yeah. Everyone's sweaty. Well, it's, it's the, the Bahamas. Bahamas. <laughs> I mean, that's true. <laughs> I've been to the Bahamas. It is humid as fuck. Yeah. Well, pregnant. there's a lot of like, uh, I was like eight. W- what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because that's less of a reason to brag. Yeah. I was eight. And the only thing I remember was human as fuck. Mm-hmm. Not the beautiful blue waters. Shark water. I don't remember much no. about it. Sharks apparently don't go down to the Bahamas because the water is too warm. They don't like it that hot. Except so. for this shark, which swims from uh, Cape, yeah. or, you know, sorry, <laughs> Long Island to the Bahamas. I love it. That's a long. Swim. That's a long ways. It's like uh, that's eleven uh, uh, hundred miles, coast. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. That's a good swimmer. Yeah. Well, we don't know how old sharks are, right? They're like hundreds of years old or something like yeah. that. But he does it, and probably I mean, in the amount record of time, time that it takes them to fly down right. there, record sharks time. already made it. Um, the uh, yeah, but the, the character thing that we were talking about the. What you're talking about are the this, these are the plot or the, the the character beats that we have to hit, right? Mm-hmm. We have to hit that she's traumatized. We have to hit that she doesn't want anybody else going near the water. Right. She believes that the water's come, uh, the shark is coming. You know, Michael feels guilty, but the movie fills in a lot of this, uh, the rest of it with like um, people talking about they're getting their PhDs for five minutes, yep. right? Or, yeah, full scenes. Uh, about uh, Michael's wife is making art for a, you know, so there's like, yeah, these full scenes, which these are trying to develop these characters, but you sit there going like, okay, who cares about, <laughs> What's you the know, point this is Jaws 4. Yeah. yeah, it's like, where's we're Jaws? Here. We're here to see people fighting a shark. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? To some extent. <laughs> where's the goddamn shark? Any yeah. any fighting. I'd, someone, I'd, be, I'd be okay if they were sword fighting at this point. We're, we're lacking any shark interaction. Right, that'd be good. We're right? lacking so much <laughs> shark in this movie that at a certain point, they just insert the shark swimming. 
mm-hmm. for five seconds, and then they cut away, and then we get another 15 minutes of character development. Yeah. That's how and much they're just, just like, where's the shark? It's literally like someone snapping their fingers, like getting your attention. Like, wake up. Hey, the, shark it, movie. Shark's here. Shark movie. It's here. We have yeah. a shark. They tested it, maybe, or hypothesizing. They, they tested to. it with like, an audience who top, said, like, that shark doesn't show like, like, where's the like shark? Yeah. And they're like, okay, well, we'll, we'll put a shot of the shark in here. That's it. Connected anything. Nope. Was it connected to her putting her feet in the I think it happened just before, or okay. slightly before. That scene where he is playing with his kid at the dinner table nearly fucking broke me. <laughs> oh, why? It so went on it for so long. It what felt it like it was five minutes of watching them play at the at the dinner table. And it was was that intercut with the scenes from the original film in yes. sepia colored, which did we see that twice? I mean, it happens a lot. I think so. At the funeral, yeah. she, Lorraine, or uh, uh, Ellen remembers that scene that we all remember from Jaws. Yes. Which appeared unscripted. And it's one of the most human moments in a movie ever where mm-hmm. Roy Scheider, you know, makes the uh, whatever uh, finger houses mm-hmm. and the little kid, you know, uh, right. mimics it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this movie seizes on that and gives us it to us at least twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's so long. It just kept going. This and I was like, we get it. Flashback. We get it. Yeah. And then it just ends. And then well, that's, that's it, was, it. It was magic. It was magic. I don't know. This movie, movie thinks you don't get it, uh, Michaela. <laughs> so For most gonna, of the movie, it thinks you don't get it. beat me over the head with it until I this get it. This is just like that one moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't remember that moment? Keep Here thinking it about it. <laughs> we'll show they, it to you. They think the nostalgia is going to help save the movie. It's not. You know, this movie doesn't know what the rule of threes are. It does everything mm-hmm. like rule of nines. It's like, well, if we, if we just triple down on that, then it'll be even better, right? <laughs> We showed Roy Scheider recently. Put him in there. Yeah. Just remember, Roy Scheider used to be in these movies. Um, yeah. So. I like the portrait of him in the police office. Just really like looming just over like, the office. He's yeah. been the best sheriff who ever worked in portrait. Amity. Yeah. Except if you remember your Jaws. He got fucked. He got fired. He got yeah. Fired. And the entire city council. Well, maybe that changed after he did actually prove and there was a second state. Right. Yeah. So say he's got a bunch of witnesses. That's yeah. true. true. And he and, did save a bunch of kids. Right. Did he save he the mayor's saying. kid again? Was yes. the mayor's kid out there? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? So yeah. that, that Actually, mayor... the mayor's kid may have driven away. To go. Oh, he, he took... took Mike. Didn't he take yeah, Mike? To yeah, he took yeah. Mike. Yeah, I think but so. But they still got attacked by a shark, and there's plenty of other ones. Yeah, that mayor, did he get another term? Come on. Right. Yeah. He- <laughs> no way. No way. He, he hung up that fucking anchor suit, and he was done. Okay. Had to. <laughs> um, but what you weren't expecting from a movie called Jaws the Revenge, which actually does seem, I think, to carry a lot of is the September September romance between Ellen <laughs> and uh, Michael Caine's Hoagie. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, so this is the septuagenarian. Uh, is that right? Are we too old? No. Septuagenarians a lot I, older. Oh, no. Is no, it? no. They're, they're that they're, old in this movie. I mean, not in this movie, but that's how old they are now. It's yeah. the 65-year-old uh, dating film. Yep. Where they feel just as young as kids and... We get right. dating. They're rejuvenated by I, finding each other and dancing think, in the streets. I think they're relying a lot on the viewers wanting a happy ending for Mrs. Brody, but we just don't care that much. We? No, we <laughs> don't. Oh, that's that's yeah. exactly what it is. Right? We just don't care. Like, all right, I guess. I'm glad she's happy. I don't really give a shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. Well, she gets to experience, like, I don't uh, care. romance. <laughs> we don't, no, we romance. don't. I'm not don't gonna, I care. don't care about this don't journey. Care. She's about to no. for her. 
Uh, no, I really Mm-mm. don't. That's Mm-mm. I would have to agree. Um, so who's the audience for this movie? I don't is know. What, I don't you know, know. I mean, it's since Scheinberg gone, like I mean, I like Jaws. You know, I mean, <laughs> and Jaws I also like great. Lorraine Gary. <laughs> like my wife Lorraine. <laughs> so yeah, you should. This see is her. perfect movie for me. <laughs> it's like he wanted to make a home video and he accidentally released it nationwide. Yeah, because he's assuming everybody who saw Jaws was his age when he made it. You know, uh, maybe which I'm sure they're really just like going off the Jaws name fifties or whatever. Um. Yeah. There appears no no crowd testing on it, but you know, I mean, sometimes you just gotta. Maybe it could have turned out to be the greatest thing ever. Colin, I really like um how you're reframing this movie as like a Nicholas Sparks movie for like senior citizens. Like, there just there happens to be a little bit of a shark in it. Yeah. You know, you're like if, it's basically the Notebook. Yeah. You think they could take yeah. it? Maybe if we sold it to them. Oh, 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 oh this might be an idea. <laughs> love story. With Shark. Jaws a love story. Yeah. Jaws a love story. There should, there, I'm surprised the- there's not a, a, a Broadway play that builds up this angle of it. Come Jaws on. a love story. At the very least, an we can re-edit universe. the trailer for this to make mm, it look are like we going, Are we going for the cocoon crowd? Yeah. Yes. We're going I think for? so. Maybe, All maybe, right? Because right? they want their uh, their elder, elder, not elderly, but, you know, I mean, next, mm-hmm. knocking on the door, mm-hmm. uh, elder romance with some action and adventure where they can take <laughs> on uh, a shark. I feel like it'd be so easy to make that fake trailer because there's way <laughs> more sure. footage of that than oh, yeah. of the shark. Yes. So I mean, it was probably hard to get shark footage for the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I think we after this we have to watch the trailer to see if like maybe that's it. Maybe that's <laughs> I the trailer. Don't. I bet you it's this, all, all this shark. Christmas movie too. So it makes even more sense, Colin. I know. I was thinking. Oh about my it. god, <laughs> this is a romantic. You could movie. sell us the like Hallmark, Hallmark in a fucking yeah. second. Yeah, we just gotta oh, cut man. out some of the gore. Yeah, sure. If you, like, if you like love, actually, yeah. just wait. You just wait. Jaws actually. Jaws actually. Jaws actually. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, God. Your shark is going to be different. The shark now. holding up those fucking signs, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To me, you're I perfect. I love you so much. I'd eat you. <laughs> well, there's some uh, concern about the hoagie character. It's her son's arm in a chocolate box. It's like, uh huh. <laughs> Well, doesn't her son has a problem with this uh, romance? He's against his mother's happiness. Yes, yeah. He doesn't doesn't know anything about Hoagie. There's another little subplot where he's suspicious of Hoagie. He's going to steal his mother. Yeah, but would it shock you if I told you that the novelization fills in a little bit more about Hoagie's background? Oh no! What is and that? apparently a deleted subplot. Is he a drug runner. But he's a drug runner. Uh, that makes I sense. think he he was a drug runner, but now he works for the DEA, moving laundered money. At some point in here, somebody asks him what La- he does. Uh-huh. He says, "I deliver laundry." He does a lot of charters and all this. So basically, Hoagie is a kind of uh, you know. Uh, uh, an iffy kind of guy sure. in the script. He's like, "Yep, I." Uh, and he's re- romancing. I, f- I felt like the, they. The mom. I felt like they were trying to paint him that way, but it just didn't play. But that it's way. But, but because it's Michael Caine, they couldn't pull it off. Yeah, yeah, it didn't play that way for me. Well, I think there was also supposed to be the drug kingpin or whatever that he worked for. Uh, there's a scene in the book, I believe, where like as they're on their way to try and get to uh, the, the boat at the, the end to rescue uh, Ellen out on the water, there is like a fight on board the boat, oh. and the drug dealer like falls out and gets eaten by the shark. Like all this apparently is in the novelization. All so problems taken he, care. Yeah, of. and that's why when they went to the casino scene, 
I was trying this time watching like how uh, they play in this like you know because they're like hey the togi at the casino like we we should go over there on New Year's and I'm like are they playing this like he's like oh shit you know you're seeing me and my my right. element and here are the people that I work for but nah, or if he lost probably. like he'd be sweating it a little more like I owed a lot of people some money and yeah. there it all went yeah. no he's not really touched on no not really no so much opportunity so many different ways they could have gone and yet. They didn't. <laughs> they chose to go nowhere. No. That, that's my wrap up. That's my wrap up. <laughs> just think about what Sean just said and pretend like I said it. And done. Well, what they, what they do uh, give you is uh, in Michael's storyline, because basically you got the parallel Ellen storyline, the romance with Hoagie, and then you got the Michael and uh, mm-hmm. um, Jake. I can't remember, Jake uh, storyline where they're out, you know, uh, collecting these seashells. What do they find out there on the ocean a day after Ellen's like, you're never going in the water again. He's like, oh, they find a great white man. Not a great white man, but a great white man. <laughs> <laughs> your, your Jamaican accent is at least on par with, with Mario Van Mario Van Van Yeah, yeah pretty it's much. pretty close. It's it is one close. of the worst uh, fake accents that I've heard. It's awful. Um, it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, my, it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. In a movie where there's not a lot of favorite parts, that's one of my favorite parts. Well, they, they see a great white. Well, at least they see this giant mechanical fish. <laughs> yes. Um, and, oh, somebody left a goddamn robot in the ocean, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, his uh, uh, Michael's instinct is basically like, do me a favor. Don't tell my mom. Yeah. Right? This becomes, I think, is this the central? Uh, it's his conflict. This is conflict? His, his guilt of like, hey, mom might have been right because there's a fucking shark down here. What is going through his mind? I, this After that moment, I kept watching that actor. Going like, okay, is he going to play this at all? That like, eh, you know, my mom said that there was like a crazy thing. You know, the shark would come down. It's like it's after our family. I feel Here like he is. I feel like he's wrestling with the, with that for the rest of the movie because yeah. there's a lot of shots of him just looking down, going, I can't "This is too. This. this is too crazy to be real. <laughs> I don't believe this." The fucking shark's here. And it's basically because Jake is doing all the, like, uh, you know, hey, yeah, we're going to go tag it, and we're going to study the shark now, that that's why he's not actually going, like, no, this is the craziest fucking... My mom predicted that this was going to happen. He's just, like, you know, uh, Jake's enthusiasm for the project is keeping him, like, kind of focused. Yes. Yeah. Um, I refuse to let you take Jake's point of view unless you do his accent from now on <laughs> uh, for the rest of this podcast i'm just saying oh, that now no. i don't know if i can do it. <laughs> i can do the hey man that's about it uh so <laughs> well jake gets the idea that he's gonna put uh, a tracker on the shark yeah which of course involves daring to do of hanging off right the you remember how boat. to pull a rope man yeah and this yeah. shark uh is airborne often often he spends more time above the water than below it, I would say, in this movie. Yep. I bet we could clock it. Mm. And he would spend more like time. Not floating no, on the this, water. No, no this, the, shark, the shark surfs. Hovering, yeah, yeah <laughs> at least a foot above water. Yeah, yeah launching himself. Yes. You know, like, yeah, nose to the Constantly sky. Constantly in slow motion. You say launching, but also never bends. Like, right. the shark itself cannot right. he's bend never, in he's any He's never like the real so. air jaws is just like. Yeah, doing that a lot. Mm-hmm. Very just, straight. Anytime very does straight. anything. Mm-hmm. Well, of the three Jawses, because I don't know in Jaws, Jaws 3, if they really in Jaws 3D, there was a lot of puppets and stuff like that because they were doing all these like you know uh, right. effects underwater. A little stop motion in there too. Yeah, 
But the first and the second one, obviously, they did have mechanical sharks. Yes. So this one has the worst mechanical shark of the of the movie. Oh yeah, I'm not sure it even is mechanical shark. If you told me it was just like a fiberglass one that didn't have any mechanisms in it, that, yeah. that's I'm a, like, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, going, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, it ha- it might be because this <laughs> it looks like it's always, being thrown. It's two frames it, no, away yeah. from showing you everything. Yeah, in every shark shot. It looks like it's either being pulled or pushed or, or sinking. Or just, or, yes, it's just like, like lopsided the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does have it does have some kind of uh, some rigging underneath it, and the reason that I know this is because it's clearly visible yeah. in at least two or three shots yeah. in right. the you movie. See the post it was on. Yeah, yeah. and the rest of it is like trying. The rest of the the, the framing is like trying to keep the bottom edge of the frame yes. from showing you just below the you know, what do you call it, the the dorsal fins. On the uh, side yeah. of the shark, it's just trying to keep. Or no, is it the back? The back, that's the back, the back one. Then, yeah. Just from its, just uh, from its side fins. flippers, yeah. right? It's trying to sh- keep the line above, showing you the fucking yes. mechanical shit that it's mounted on. Yeah, it feels like anytime they wanted to do anything, it always started to roll over too, and they're always trying to catch it before it completely <laughs> turned over. <laughs> yeah. That's the most suspense I felt in this, was just watching every frame of that going, oh, 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 oh you almost oh, had it, you almost had it. Fuck, I almost saw it. It's almost there. It's so close. Well, the movie finally cl- gets into gear when this shark does, <laughs> does it? make its appearance very publicly at mm-hmm. a uh, ceremony for the unveiling of the aforementioned uh, art piece that yes. you, you thought we were, that was just a throwaway. Uh, we this I could not. It's a main feature. This, if the fucking t- dinner table scene didn't it's, break me. I oh my god this we hear well, the whole it's a full speech, speech. The, whole, the whole speech unveiling we watch the whole thing like it's like we're there <laughs> yeah I like, think I don't want to be at in the first we might, place we might as well have watched everyone park their cars yeah exactly like, and then really. walk to it find yeah. a spot where they're gonna stand yeah, yeah argue over a seat yeah mm, yeah yeah it goes on for a while long time and the whole I was like what is the point of this and the point of it is to try and uh, is to basically show that the little girls in the water. Uh, and the shark shows up Getting on and, the banana boat. and Ellen sees it and is like, oh, no, there it is. And so immediately after, uh, I think this is like the second casualty in the movie, uh, the shark swims up and grabs a woman off of the banana boat. Just right? one of the four that were on it. Yeah. Shark yeah. kind of sucks at this. Well, the thing's moving. So it's kind of like, you know. <sighs> yeah. For all but you, they were all, for all pretty you close together on it's that. I know how she it just, and leaves that thing yeah. still floating. Yeah, and yeah. he's—I mean, it's like he's in the air for the while. He could have scooped all four of them yeah. up. Just going, yeah. If he'd hit the right direction, he could have yeah. got all of them. It's yeah. kind of funny. Just to swallowed them down. Banana boat, though. <laughs> well, it ends up. Uh, and then Ellen says, "You know what? I'm going to head out to see and take this fucker down. I knew he was coming for Somehow. me. I've been waiting. She has no plan, take. though. No, no. I'm going to steal a boat. No plan." So what what do you think that she was thinking? It was just like that initial maybe he's if, here and now I'm going to go out and meet him on his turf. Maybe or to draw him away from anybody else on the island. Like I'm guessing because you know she just hops in the boat to for it to go after her so it's away from her family. Yeah. Do you ever get do you ever get all worked up about something? You just get all worked up and you're like I got to do something, but you just don't know what to do. I feel like that's what was happening. There you go. Yeah. She's, she's all worked up. Got to do something. So yep. she hops on a boat. Yeah, has she no can't plan. go in there. I feel like if yeah. the shark was closer, she would just like start walking in the water to beat the shit out of it. <laughs> but at least she'd take, I don't know, a baseball bat or something. Something. She took a boat. Yeah. So, you know, she's drawing it away. 
if Her nothing else. plan, as far as I can tell, and this is a brilliant plan, she's going to try and ram the shark because this is mm-hmm. ultimately what she does try right. to do. Uh, Hoagie have, and yeah. Michael, they have to get in uh, the, the seaplane or whatever. And it's Jake. not even a seaplane. It's not a seaplane. That's part of the death. The upcoming problem. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, when it landed, he lands it in it the water. Like, that's not taking off. No, that's off not meant again. to do that. No, no yeah. No, no. I was like, you just crashed a plane. Yeah. Yep. You just yeah. did that. That landing looked Rough. painful. Yeah. Oh, it looked painful. Yeah, whoever actually had to do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a real plane. Hit it's water. Yeah, like that fast. Yeah. Well, um, that was not a seaplane. Well, there's multiple shots of the, the, the shark above the water trying to take on Hoagie. And then eventually it goes after Jack. Jake. Jake. Jake, damn it. The, uh, yeah. It Jake, man. Well, it actually does grab hold of him, like sinks its teeth in. Like there's blood all over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. screaming it, mm-hmm. drags him down into the water. Yeah. And then there's these long after shots. He, after he gets the, they have a plan. They do have a plan, Colin. Oh, God. They, they come up they with the plan, plan out of nowhere. Out, we figured out the science of it. It oh, makes sense to us. This is, this is Michael and, and Jake come up with this plan. Yes. What is it? It is that. Uh, the shark, according to them, uh, reacts to the, uh, what did they say, the electromagnetic impulses. That's why it attacked the plane, because there was something coming from out of the plane. This is their reasoning in the movie. No, they said it was because of the metal that the plane was made of. Right, well, I, yeah, okay. well, yeah what, but it's giving shark that science. off. Right. So if the shark can sense that and go towards it, if they can do the same thing, but from inside the shark, it'll drive it nuts. Because the shark won't know where to go to to find that impulse to attack it because it's coming from inside the shark. So they rig up like a uh, strobe light and a transmit. I don't know something what's that going can transmit that signal I from one from it. a transmitter to a receiver. They put the receiver in the shark. Yeah, with a harpoon. Right, like, and that's where Jake gets and eaten. And he yes. sticks a fucking thing in his mouth, and of course it eats him too. Yes. Or it takes him away in its mouth. Yeah, but and God so, damn it, that trans- that receiver is now in it. Yes. So Michael can hit the fucking button, and the shark will launch itself into the air and roar. Roar like a dinosaur. Yes. So what's wrong with just stabbing it? Why is that not an option? Right? Shooting it, it anything, yeah. Right? Yeah. Any back, other more standard basics, way? Yeah. 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 Wouldn't uh, that be more cathartic for her, too, to get to stab yeah. that fucker to I mean, death? She's trying to stab it with the boat. <laughs> she's got the biggest spear that she could possibly well, have. This is she, where no, the she movie... needs something more personal than that. She needs a closer, like, uh, I think stab. Take a while. That's, that's why I think she needs the sheriff's gun. I believe yeah. that would have been more personal. The mm-hmm. poster shows a woman supposed to be Ellen Brody facing away from. There's the shark, the, you know, the jaw mm-hmm. sharks come yes. up. Mm-hmm. And she's on a boat, and I think she has a harpoon. You might be right. That's yeah. the movie I would I would yeah. have expected to get. Yeah. Yeah. And the it's this time it's personal yeah. uh poster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um there's nothing personal about this. No. But this movie she does end up stabbing the shark with the uh is that the mast? What is that? The front part of the boat, the yeah. That's not the mast. The mast sticks the, up. The yeah. the pointy end of the front of the boat. <laughs> yep. You're right. This I, is I don't how... know boat anatomy. Yeah, it's not my thing. I'm not good at. She does have a harpoon on the. I thought so. Okay, but yeah. So this is this is how this movie kills a shark. Mm-hmm. Is she's going to ram not only ram it with a boat, but the thing's going to be airborne because we've triggered it with the uh, little. We give it a goose with the the juice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it launched itself <laughs> in the air. Is loose, and then she plows the the front of the boat. Into this thing, it mm-hmm. spears it to death. Yes. Mm-hmm. This I did not expect. <laughs> I got to tell you that there would be an airborne shark being pinned on the front of a, a boat. You didn't see that coming as soon as the. 
As soon as it broke as off, as soon as it broke off, Jake I was down. like, "Well, so, that's pointy. Get, that's getting stabbed." Yeah, yeah. But it, the shark—it's it's a fish. It swims around in the water. Yeah, I mean, none, none of us were expecting this, Colin. But it's once also, it started roaring, it's I mean, also how they kill Ursula and the Little Mermaid. That's very yeah, true. it is same, totally the same. Very true. Yeah. Ripped it off. Yeah, because that's right. Jaws came first. Rams right into her. I mean, uh-huh. once, once yeah. they starts roaring in the water, uh, like everything, everything's on the table <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah. And then, depending on which version of the movie you saw, yes. apparently there was uh, the theatrical version. Well, neither one of them makes any sense, but in the theatrical version, the theatrical version's better. The shark gets <laughs> yeah. impaled on. Well, the depending on what you could call the, better. Uh, the boat and bleeds all over and the bleeds place. Bleeds all over and thrashes around. I think takes the boat down with it. Breaks the front yeah. half of the boat. And, it's yeah, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. The reshoots, which we assume is why uh, Michael Caine wasn't the, able to to get his Oscar uh, for Hannah and her sisters, uh, involves, uh, well, they, they hit the, the shark with the spear thing on the front of the boat, and then the shark explodes. Am I explodes. getting this right? I want to no, try no, to- no, no. I- I don't it explodes. It there explodes. you go. That's better. It like, explodes. I, I and I don't say, know you can't why. Say it explodes. It explodes. <laughs> like <laughs> in a manner that makes no sense. No sense. Right. Yeah. None. And Ellen's having flashbacks to all these events she did not witness the first time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Including yeah, from the, the first smile, movie. you son of a bitch. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. She wasn't fucking there. Yeah, because she didn't have her own like line at that like, moment. So yeah, like, cut in. Brody's it's like, are, are you really like just assuming that she saw the movie? Is yeah, that what they're basically. doing? Yeah, she saw the movie, so she knows. Mm-hmm. I think. Right? Uh, I think these were Absolutely. images transmitted from the first nope. shark to the baby shark, and um, the baby shark's giving it to her now. Psychic could be. Yeah. Well, it is okay. a psychic shark. Psychic I mean, voodoo shark. Psychic voodoo shark. This is that X Men war game they have going on in That's their brains. Uh-huh. She saw all that, but you're right. She has no line at the end, and they got to give it some oomph. Yeah. Once you're going in there and so. So it's an ed- editing room decision. Yes. Let's go cut in the line from the first movie. Yes. And it then. Explodes. It explodes. Holy shit. Better than that. Uh, Jake survives somehow being bitten in half by and a he's like yeah. I, I cracking th- jokes and stuff. He's fine. Now. Well, they even acknowledge it in the dialogue where Lance Guest is like, Jake. I can't, but how are you alive? <laughs> I imagine uh, he did get swallowed. And since the shark exploded, he was set free. So he How would have died. that not have out. fucked him up so at all? So he would have died. Yeah. That's all uh, that's It just all went for a little nibble, going. but it's got very yeah. sharp teeth. It was like... <laughs> uh, okay. And so in this version, they end up in a tank on the Universal lot. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> oh my we god, need, this part. No, we need to talk about <laughs> how it turns... the tur- best part of the reshoot. We need to talk about when the movie turns into the Truman Show. It really does. <laughs> we have to talk about that. <laughs> Why is the sky so low? <laughs> <laughs> Man, that horizon. Woo! They look the, like they're going to hit their heads on and just bobbing in the, the ocean. ocean is literally splashing against something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can see, <laughs> you can see yeah. it. <laughs> splashing up against the big cloud background, yeah. which you're aware, keenly aware, this is... This is a swimming pool outdoors somewhere with a big cloud wall. She was two seconds from taking a bow and walking out the the exit door. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Fucking hell. uh, Not good. Not good at all. Amazing. But apparently that that version was shot, I think, for uh, Europe or something after maybe a bad test market and a test screening. And it, it is on, I think, believe most of the home video versions of this movie. So it depends on where you see it. There may be like a, a TV cut that has the original theatrical, but I think most of you are seeing the version in which Mario Van Peebles survives. <clears throat> I think. Uh, I don't know. I've always seen the one where it just bleeds to death. Mm, he should. It, just, it makes more sense. It makes and more sense. Physically. Yeah. 
So maybe I got it backwards. Maybe that was the original. No, I don't know. I, now I'm not sure. I think the original is the stabbing and the front end of the boat breaks off. Yeah. I think that and was Jake the theatrical dies. version. Yeah. I think that's the theatrical version. Yeah. And then they want Europeans, to live. Europeans are like, was bummed. That fucking shock should explode. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they say. Well, it uses some shots from the first movie, I think, of the corpse of the it does. shark like, it does. falling it's into the It's different shots and, of the shark yeah, the headless is shark. That is that good for you? Yeah. <laughs> like, it should explode. This is what I think. Ah, make it smoke, too. I like it. This is just me doing Robin Williams doing a European accent, I That's, think. Uh, you're supposed to be a French guy, I think. Uh, this is, uh, this is uh, and... more Eastern European. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not always French. Other people smoke, Colin. Not just the uh, French. Belgians? Oh, they're French. Okay, Belgians. so... Um, people from Bruges? I'll tell you what. <laughs> so here we are at this point where this you want to know what we thought of Jaws the Revenge and whether we would recommend that you watch it. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to stick with us because what we're going to do first of all, we've been uh, because of our last episode, which was the best and the worst movies. Uh, yeah. uh, we have a couple weeks worth of mail collected, so we're going to need to bring out our mailman. And we're going to read some of your mail. So, Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. He's having a hard time staying upright today, too. It looks He's like he keeps rolling over. The, the mechanical <laughs> arm that keeps him up yeah. is, it, I think he ran out of batteries. We got to fix that. Yeah. Or the hydraulics. <laughs> oh, 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 he fell on his side. He's, yeah. just, he's just kicking and going in circles. Uh, Igor, get up. Well, we want to remind you, uh, please, uh, you know, uh, again, thank you for listening and thank you for submitting these suggestions. Yes. Uh, a lot of people wrote into well, us about these Well, let's, okay, don't thank them. <laughs> <laughs> Not, we, this is movie like, number who one. Who did we piss off? This is movie number one. All right, let's get through <laughs> this and be like, all right, you guys did good or you guys did horribly. There was always one really rotten one. Yeah, we had like, I don't know, there was and like we'll, 50 and, movies to choose from. And we're from. not going to know until we get to the end. Exactly. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what it is till we're done. That's right. I'm keeping it secret. Phone. Yeah, it's yeah. Kind of, yeah. an asshole. Um, so, uh, first of all, let's remind uh, the listeners how they can get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. By email. Saturday Night Freak Show, Yahoo.com. Or on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, first of all, Carl Reck writes ah. in and says, I just found this show recently and I've been checking out some past episodes. I really like the Frankenhooker episode. Oh, nice. Hells yeah. Thanks. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. I mean, man, that movie was gross, but it was a fun one. <laughs> no, a movie very, called Frankenhooker was very gross. sticky movie. That was a she could do movie. things with her face. It was amazing. That's how oh, I remember. Nice. Uh, Owen Johnson, <clears throat> he writes in and says, hello. My name is Owen Johnson, and I've been very entertained by your podcast episodes. I work long hours, and naturally, I came across your channel on iTunes. I gave it a listen and instantly got hooked. Thank you for the insight on horror films that I love. And P.S. Please, oh, please, mm -hmm. review Tammy and the T-Rex. <laughs> well, Stay thanks tuned. for listening. <laughs> Yes, stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the yes, kind appreciate words. you yeah. listening. It's really nice. Stay tuned. Yeah, we know there was a Black Friday sale. There was. Okay. We know one acquired. of us, at least one of us, owns it. I so. may have acquired a Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't know. 
um, about tonight's movie, Jaws, The Revenge. B-Movie Poster Vault writes in and says, you're in for Michael Caine and his Michael Caniest, the dodgiest Jamaican accent since the WWE debut of Kofi Kingston. Uh, Characters apparently sharing psychic links with transatlantic seafaring sharks, unfinished model effects, and the infamous Roaring Shark. Mm-hmm. I might actually have to watch it myself as I was thoughtfully gifted an ex-rental DVD this year. Ah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Very nice. nice. Joke's on you. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Rizzo Chibikum writes in and says, what we have to look forward to, and this is continuity, boredom, and one of the dumbest sounds you'll hear from a shark. Yep. <laughs> You're not wrong. It yeah. would almost... It's... If the... Shark opened its mouth and just farted. That would be less dumb than what we heard. (laughs) 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 If that was put into this movie, I'd rather like a better, like a high pitched scream. It just comes like this, like hey. If that was, if that's what well, came there out of you go, mouth. Michaela. You've got another project. You're gonna re-edit the ending. I got a lot of jaws that it's like yeah, I do, you guys. Got a lot. Yeah, oh my god, make it, make it sound like Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah. Hey. Well, Jonathan Holt writes in. He says, "I found the Saturday Night Freak Show thanks to thanks to randomly finding your Jaws 3D episode and your Shark movie reviews. I've always been. I have always." Well, it says it's always been my favorite, so now we've come full circle. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on a movie with a shark that swims on top of the water. That's right. It's a surfing shark. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for the kind words. We'll uh, get to it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Jacob Laws writes in and says uh, about this movie, you've got roaring sharks, a possible psychic connection between shark and woman, Michael Caine, people coming out of the water completely dry, and Mario Van Peebles. That's <laughs> quite the list. That's all you need. Uh, Nick Siebel writes in, well, he's talking about the, uh, the Jaws for novelization and the, uh, the vengeful voodoo doctor and the, uh, the, uh, uh, what does it say? Yeah. About the magical implications of the killer shark. Yeah. He says, uh, at one point in the theatrical version, Michael Brody says, come on, sharks don't commit murder. Tell me you don't believe in that voodoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Simon Carter says, oh boy, this is a rough one. We are exp- to believe that a shark deliberately targets one family and that the same shark roars? Seriously, what the fuck? And Michael Caine is dropping one-liners about its breath. Still, at least it's not batshit crazy as the novelization. Hopefully you guys had a Merry Christmas, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the fan picks. No, thank you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, I kind of want to read you. the book, honestly. <laughs> Everybody apparently has read the book. I, the last I movie want. We watched in, like the Manitou. The Manitou. Everyone has read, read the, the Manitou. Yeah. Right? yeah. The multiple, the book series, yeah. as it were. No, I want to read Jaws the Revenge, yeah. the book now. Now we got to find it. No nope, sales never. on eBay are going to go up. Uh, uh, Travis Legler says, finally, I first saw this movie in 1997. I was a huge fan of Jaws 1 through 3 and had no idea there was a 4. A friend had found a brand new VHS copy at a garage sale. We raced to my place to watch it with a 12-pack of Surge soda and stuffed crust pizza. Needless to say, after the movie, we were both stunned that this was made. Fuck this movie. Like (laughs) Sean, I love sequels, but this is by far one of the worst ever made. Far worse than Jaws 3. That is one well, of the Jaws worst. Good movie. I, mean, I like Jaws three. I like Jaws three. I know. That is one of the worst feelings, though, as a kid, when like, especially renting a movie because I have so much commitment that it, when it's bad and you go through mm-hmm. that bargaining of like trying to find the good in it because you 
paid money and spent time on yeah. it. Especially when, like, because I feel like now when you stream stuff, you can turn something off after like ten minutes if you yeah. don't like yeah. it, and that you're not is, missing out on no. anything. Yeah, but you this is you. You, yeah. you went to the video store. You walked around. You thought about it. Like mm-hmm. it's me an investment. Everything is banking on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and my you're brother used to it. like ride our bikes for miles to go to the video store, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's just like we're watching this. This is why I've seen so many bad horror movies because we just pick shit we never heard before. I'm just like, and you finish. We gotta watch it now. Yeah, you're committed. Now they're like, I don't know, what is it? 20% of the Netflix audience has at least reached the 70% mar- uh, portion of the Irishman. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brent Zemecki writes in and says, the movie is so bad that when they asked Michael Caine why he starred in it, he told them he hadn't seen it, but he had seen the beach house it paid for. That's <laughs> I love you. that. Yeah, he I also saw that. He, got a, he won an Oscar that year. He uh, built a house and he had a nice vacation. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's probably the big. He thing won. For everybody, everyone yeah. went on vacation <laughs> yeah. to the Bahamas. Say what you want, and it didn't ruin his career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a fucking job, and mm-hmm. you just do it to make right? money. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. He's like, oh, I've heard it's horrible. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. you don't have to see it. Uh, I think about that all the time. Like the shit jobs we all have to do, yeah. just like regular people on a regular basis. It's no different for actors, right? right. Exactly. Except, you know, yeah. sometimes they just have to do a shit movie. Right. Well, and, and that also, I think that extends to like the people they work with. They're not gonna be. You're not friends with everyone. Yeah. All your coworkers. Sometimes they're just fucking coworkers, and sometimes. You don't like them very much, but you still gotta work with yeah. them. Like it's just the same it's for them. No too. different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you just go, "Hey, I need a beach house." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, well. yeah. if the stupid shit I had to do was go make a shark movie, it might be a little bit better. I know that's the yeah. thing. Like, how hard are you really working? Right. You know? Yeah, uh, they flew it, you down to the Bahamas, put you up, and paid you to be in a bad shark yeah. movie. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, they Newfeld, the Newfeld. Sure. The new film. You don't get to says, read the name. Uh, uns- <laughs> this is an unspecial effects craptacular. Unspecial. Yeah. I like that. That's true. <laughs> Andrew John says, controversial opinion. This is my favorite Jaws film. I know. I know. I'm going to need some elaboration on That's all I, we why. Get. I don't know if I need any elaboration. He that says, tells me a lot about you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew. None of it good. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> Need to talk. Jacob Kotner says, Oh my God, I'm excited for this episode. Jaws is my favorite movie and it changed my life. Mm. So I give every one of its sequels a qualified pass. Oh, this sounds like Sean and uh, have the Halloween movie. It is. That, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> switch yeah, out Halloween much. and Tremors. Yeah. That is Sean. Yeah. But Jacob says that includes Jaws the Revenge and now in all caps, I love this movie. No, I'm not kidding. And it's not in an ironic. So it's. Uh, so good it's bad kind of way. The cinematography is stupendous. The music is exemplary. The acting is actually quite acceptable. The shark is my main problem if I have one. The fact that they eliminated the voodoo plot line from the original script made this movie a hokey mess. I know you guys will enjoy this movie as much as I do, but I can't wait to hear you rip it apart. Keep freaking you freakers. I, I, I like it. That's good. I was like, oh, this person definitely turned off this episode 10 minutes in. That's how they feel. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sure he's with us right now, all the way to the end. Uh, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Adam yeah. Kaler says, you know, if my family was constantly being chased down by sharks, I would move them to a land like state like Colorado rather than continuously parading them out in the ocean. Yeah. Oh, wait. With all the avalanche sharks, sharknados, street sharks, sewer sharks, shark exorcists, 
card sharks, shark tanks, sand sharks, ghost sharks, Jurassic sharks, land sharks, shark boys and lava girls, atomic sharks, 50 shades sharker, and the baby shark. I guess the Brody family never really had a chance at all. 50 shades sharker. Well done, sir. That was bravo, like, bravo, bravo. That was glorious. You win. I love every dot you connected. You won yeah. mailbag. Yeah. You won. Yeah, you win. Uh, about, uh, well, this would be the last movie we did last week or two weeks ago. Christine. Carl S. from Stockholm, Sweden, writes in and says, Hello, I'm happy to have recently stumbled upon your wonderful show and mostly want to thank you for your entertainment or in some cases therapeutic processing of some weird thing I just watched. (laughs) On the latest episode, you were talking about sentient vehicles, which stirred up some troubling memories of Twister's Revenge from 1988. It's about a sentient monster truck, but it's more of a Herbie than a Christine. The movie is bad enough to leave scars on your soul, though. That Jesus. sounds pr- pretty bad. That movie, Twister's mm. Revenge. Twister's I about a monster truck. Mm. I would wow. rather yeah. watch that as the sequel to Twister. <laughs> right? <laughs> Twister's Revenge. Why haven't we gotten a direct to video <laughs> Twister sequel? Uh, it, yeah, it wasn't like Night of the Twisters. Night of the, that was a made for TV movie. That was made for TV. And we all loved it. Starring Devin Zawa, I loved it. And we all loved it. <laughs> that was the mockbuster Twister. It was. It was just a made for TV. Just like it was goodness. Oh, it was great. Uh, Coach was Green calls Christine a great movie. Pablo Bill says Christine nailed it. It's one of the greatest King adaptations, in my opinion. Ryan Handsome Jansen says I remember seeing Christine as a kid and watching it for the first time in a sleepover at a friend's place. Good memories. Jolo Holo said he had a big crush on Alexander Paul in the movie. Sea uh, Huds says C-Huds. he was in a Michael store tonight and they had a Christine model kit for sale. Ooh, Amazing. Nice. I want it. Uh, Travis Legler is letting us know that Buddy's car in the movie was a 67 Camaro. Uh, and uh, also the filmmaker said they didn't show the former owner, Roland LeBay, as a ghost because uh, it was so close to the release of American Werewolf in London that they were afraid of showing LeBay as described in the book because the movie would feel like a ripoff of American Werewolf in I London. I see that. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I was trying to think of when we did the episode and I totally went blank. Makes sense. American yeah. Werewolf in London? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he also says that um, we said that one of the Christine cars is going up for auction, I think, in, in January of 2020. Uh, so you'll have to Google it. Right? Or we look, uh, we put it on our Facebook page. So you, there's a link. But he says he believes the other is at a Volvo Auto Museum. Okay. There you go. Uh, ben Abbott, number one, says uh, Roland LeBay is supposed to be the ghost of the previous owner, not his brother, because he keeps calling everyone shitters, which Arnie starts saying and sounding like him later in the movie. Shitters. That may be from the novel, but in the movie, I don't know that we get that at all. That the guy's supposed to be the ghost of his brother? And he explicitly mm. says, my brother did, you know, this and that and the other thing. Yeah. That's a that's a pretty that's a big leap. Mm. Might be in the book. <clears throat> Jacob Laws says in this episode you mentioned another Stephen King novel about a supernatural car. It's called From a Buick Eight, where the right. trunk of the mm-hmm. Buick is a portal to another dimension. That's right. Cool. Yeah. I was wondering what that was about. Uh, Maya Madsen says the other Stephen King haunted vehicle story you're thinking of might be Uncle Otto's truck. That's the other vehicle one I can think of. Of course, it could be the Mangler about the possessed laundry press. Stephen King has like a, a thing going on here. <laughs> Jesus. Possessed. Yeah. Object. Yeah, well, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, Feline Fatal says in your dream casting conversation on the Christine episode, uh, she says uh, remaking Pet Cemetery correctly with Ari Aster at the helm. That's the, Ooh, the director of Midsummer. He knows, he knows and, grief. Uh, Hereditary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. And Shit. She also says uh, The Shining with um, Dennis Villeneuve. Oh, uh, yes. I want that movie. Okay. I like, I like. Yeah. Uh, about the previous week's episode, this is as far back as we're going, The Baby. The Baby. Uh, Grant Parrish says, because uh, we showed a scene where Baby was getting the, um, the cattle, cattle prod, prod from Alba, and Grant says, Baby doesn't walk, Baby doesn't talk, Baby doesn't stand, and yet I don't recall a prodding for Baby doesn't suckle the sitter, so maybe Baby <laughs> has exploited a loophole. Baby doesn't suckle strange tits. <laughs> you gotta watch this movie. Oh, it's about an adult guy. <laughs> Who's a baby? Uh, you Shana, say that he, you didn't recommend it. I did not recommend. I was it. the only right one who did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean Rogers says he was watching an episode of Quincy last night. And you know what? Because I'm hip, <laughs> or no? He was watching because he was hip. And who should pop up but the lady with the black eyes, like a doll's eyes, Jermaine from the baby. Oh, this is, uh, but you got to say baby in Sean's voice. Uh, so how do you say? <laughs> the baby the baby it's the baby because uh cyrox number one says every time i read this title now here i hear sean's voice saying <laughs> the baby <laughs> it's the baby <laughs> there you go <laughs> well i know that was a long mailbag thank you for sticking thank, with you. thank, you, for thank you for writing in, in. it's nice awesome. to have a very heavy mailbag yeah we yeah. love it merry christmas to us <laughs> um. So now I guess. Well, shit. That means we got to go around the room. That means we got to talk about Jaws of Revenge again. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Colin. Yeah. Uh, uh. What did you think about Jaws the Revenge? Um. Uh. Whew. Did 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 it happen? Did they get the revenge? Whoever the, the shark didn't get revenge. Did the Brodies get revenge on the shark? I mean, I suppose they <laughs> poked it and it yeah, exploded. I think in the so. Room. Um. Yeah, this is a misguided movie from, I mean, a conceptual level. Um, I have a lot that I hold against it, I guess. Um, Yeah, I think it's like, this is a concept that I don't really think uh, is exciting for an action-adventure franchise. I don't think that the idea that we're going to focus heavily on um, uh, character moments, which are unrelated to the plot or have lack any kind of interest, you know, are going to be the highlight and the focus of the, the film. Uh, then when we're at, we are going to pull off our shark stuff, which is what you're here for. It's going to be so cheaply done that we can't even get the coverage that we need to edit together something coherent. Mm. And we have to just rely on these, uh, you know, uh, quick cuts and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, this is just, this is a, a, a stupid idea. Uh, first of all, you know, I, I mean, I suppose it is a completely mercenary idea on the part of Universal Studios where it's like this Jaws, you know, thing. It's a name because everybody, you know, the first one's a classic and the other ones haven't done horrible. So we'll just keep on milking it now, like well past its expiration date. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, uh, I can't remember who wrote it. It was maybe Travis Legler said he didn't know that there was a fourth Jaws movie. Well, I forgive you for the end. Nobody's probably, talking about. It. Yeah, now, yeah, now you're probably wishing that you didn't know there was a fourth Jaws movie. Mm. Um, I think actually Lorraine Gary may have been up for 
like a Saturn Award and the Golden Raspberry the same year. I don't think she won either one. I mean, I don't think she's horrible. No. You know, I don't actually think that any of the, well, except for maybe Melvin Van, Van Peebles, Mario. Mario Van Peebles, I think, has a terrible accent. You know, I, I just his character is, like you said, is cranked up to 11. Yeah. So he's probably the weakest link in the cast. Everybody else is like, I like uh, um, uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's adequate. Uh, uh, I'll disagree with that and say Mario Van Peebles is one of the best parts. Okay, of this all right. Well, it depends on what you're going right. for, yeah. right? It's like, yeah, I mean, I suppose what you're saying is like, right. no, he it's makes most, it worth watching, it, right? If it's, in a, it's in a boring ass movie, I, he's the mo- one of the most interesting parts of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can see your point. I guess I'm on the other, the flip side of this, where it's like, no, you shouldn't see this movie. It's bad, horribly, horribly bad. And not worth the time of day. So I'm going to say give yourself a pass on uh, Jaws the Revenge. Because the worst case, the worst thing that a uh, a bad movie does is it's boring. And Mm -hmm. this one qualifies. Mm -hmm. Holly, what'd you think? Um, Yeah, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. This movie is incomprehensible. It's, It's just ridiculous and not in a good way. It's boring as fuck. It's, there's way too much soap opera shit going on because it, the characters, they try to give them an arc, but it's just so badly written. No one gives a shit about these characters. It's so just pointless. The whole movie is pointless. It, I mean, I, I, I guess we could say there's a plot, but I, I don't really see much of, of that at all in this. And, we don't get a shark. It's a shark movie without a shark. And it's it's disappointing. You know, I, I like Jaws. I like the I like I even like Jaws 2. I like Jaws 3. Like I have fun with Jaws movies, but this movie sucks. It's not a Jaws movie. It's just bullshit. I, I hate I hate this movie. <laughs> I really do. There is no saving grace to this movie. There's you know, you you would think you get at least interesting shark attacks or you get a cool shark. You don't get anything. There's no saving grace. So I just hard, hard pass on Jaws of Revenge. I feel like it's the listener's revenge with this one. Yeah, I know. Maybe. Yeah. Right? I'm going to make you talk about this. <laughs> like you, Sons of bitches. That was, that was mean, guys. Is this the one that they, they, they were like, oh, I recognize that one. And that one's pretty awful. Maybe. So. maybe. I don't Box. know. It's rude. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> what do you think? They're hitting us hard with the first pick. Um, boy, did I like this movie when I was 10. Um, but boy, have I grown out of that. Um, Man, uh, you're, you guys are right. This is a very boring movie. Um, I, out of uh, sheer curiosity, when I, uh, when I remember that this movie does exist, um, I have gone back and looked up clips on YouTube. But the only clips I've ever uh, that have ever been worth looking up are when Sean dies at the beginning, and the last ten minutes of the movie, where she goes out and they get the they get the boat and they charge a screaming shark, <laughs> and that's it. Um, and those are the only. If you could even call them interesting, they're the only uh, what about the shark chase scene through the uh, the abandoned ship. That too, because I like I because I like the shot of the shark going over the top, and that's that's it. Yeah, but did we and when it, we and it plows through the wall it. too, it like goes through it, the- right when it. <laughs> Because there's one shot in this movie that makes me laugh every time. It's a sh- it's it's the shark squeezing through a small opening, and I always imagine that it had just put its fins through first and like squeezed itself through before you know wiggling off after uh, Michael Brody. And uh, it's oh the one of the funniest things um, in this movie uh, in this. I have to say, god awful movie. Um, there's also one joke at the beginning where the guy who's directing the play. 
um, he's yelling at Joseph. He's like, Joseph, why don't you have your costume on? Jesus. And the kid goes, over here. Which oh, I always God. thought was, which, which I love that joke. It's a stupid background throwaway thing, but it always makes me laugh. Um, and those, a, that's a decent joke. Right. And that's the, the two most enjoyable parts of the movie. Again, I like um, uh, Mario Van Peebles and his ridiculous accent. Um, again, in a very boring movie, those are the only exciting parts. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a bad movie. I can't recommend you watch it. Um <laughs> Uh, again, the only things we're seeing are the front and the very last 10 minutes. Uh, but you, if you feel like sitting through the rest of the movie to get to that, God help you. Um, I, I can't recommend that you do that. So if you're – I don't know. I can't imagine your curiosity would get the best of you if you haven't seen this yet. But I would say don't. <laughs> don't watch Jaws the Revenge. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's not enough of an anomaly for you to watch it. So I would skip it. Yeah. Maybe just look up the endings on YouTube. That's it. Mm-hmm. Pass on uh, Jaws Revenge. Michaela? If you're not even going to make an attempt to outdo the original movie, what is even the point of making a sequel? I, You know, especially when you're on your fourth movie in a franchise, this is when you should really just like be throwing all the rules out the window and just making whatever movie you want to make and just slapping the name on it. And apparently the movie they wanted to make was was like an octogenarian romance movie, <laughs> as Colin has pointed out. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I th- I think that that truly is what this movie is, and the shark keeps getting in the way of that movie. <laughs> That's what it feels like, at least. And the shark is slow and awkward and not at all menacing or threatening. It it seems like you could get away pretty easily most of the time. It's just... and it, oh My God, I this is my first time watching it. I could not believe how dull this movie was. Mm-hmm. could not believe it. I was just kept waiting for it to get started. And I it was probably, what, only like 90 minutes, but it felt... Much longer. It felt much longer. It felt much longer than that. Oh boy. Uh, so yeah, it's a hard pass. I, I I hear a lot of people love it, and if you like love it, that's fine. Nothing yeah, wrong with you that. Need to seek but professional help, probably. <laughs> you know. What? I mean, a lot of it sounded like it was nostalgic attachment, and I understand <laughs> that. So, but it's not for me. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen the clip from uh, the original Jaws where Quint's getting eaten and somebody uh, put googly eyes on the shark? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if they'd done that for this movie, pass. It's a, yeah, I, it, uh, automatic recommend. Something. Yes. Yeah. Something. Commit to element, something. Commit yeah. to an element of something. That isn't what is your old movie people about? romance. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, yeah. They should have they hung more on that voodoo angle. They that really should have. Yeah, we can find out. Like, you know, if you're, if you're 60 years old and watching this show and you know or listening to this show you know i mean is, yeah, is this like titanic for them it's the revenge like oh uh, you know we didn't have much back in the day yeah. <laughs> uh sorry so uh next week we're gonna watch the third most voted upon Jesus. film in our list forgot oh, about God. this and we're learning this I'm, in real time I'm Colin knows. yeah 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 i'm nervous well uh, we're also going to do, a, I think, is this something that's never been done on the Freak Show? We're going to watch no. a movie by the same director uh, separated by, like, an episode. So we're going to watch John Carpenter's The Fog. All right. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Number, cool. number three on okay. the list. Is I like it. Countdown. Awesome. So, I've never yeah. seen it, so now I'm going to see what? it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Totally I've seen it, like, once. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm excited. It would be, be good to get back yeah. in and yeah. do The yeah. Fog. I'm excited. I like it. 
All right, so that's nice. so. Thank you for that one. I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Jesus, you guys are going to be. You this is going to be schizophrenic. Us. I have a feeling. <laughs> like this and then this. And that then. makes me nervous because that makes me think the second one's really going to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, really, that's when they're going to hit us. Yeah. Hit us with something uh, hard. Oh boy. <laughs> well, we're going to have to find out. You're going to have to play along These with us. These people probably found Mean Guns Two out there somewhere. <laughs> it's like you're going to fucking watch it. Uh, well, at least you can, you can look at the whole list. What number one's going to be nothing but trouble? It wasn't on the list. It wasn't on the list. I was yeah, gonna say it yeah. wasn't was somehow it ma- the dark magic that is that movie yeah. put it into the if, number one yeah, spot. If our audience really wanted to get at us, they wouldn't. I think we've said it enough on air how we feel about that movie. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they would have slipped it in there. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, so. That's next week. You look forward to that. The fog next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. Until then, the basement is going dark. <laughs>